Hello everyone and welcome back to uh, campaign one of the Tales of Amrail. This is episode 12 and uh, we are going to be starting off a, a few members short tonight. Uh, Nate and Lexi should be joining in probably within the next half hour to an hour. Um, unfortunately, this is just how it goes with uh, with online games. But either way, we are uh, don't have a lot going on uh, in the... Uh, announcements portion of it obviously if you want to go check out the podcast and youtube channel all that stuff uh should be linked uh in the panels below if you're watching live on twitch uh as well as uh those uh should be uh out tomorrow by 5 30 p.m eastern time so if you can't watch all the night then you can watch the rest of it on youtube or listen to it over on the podcast so anyways that's gonna do it for that uh our guys are in the middle of facing a dragon let's get into it okay hi daddy and daddy 48 this is this is Dablo. hi baby hi everybody i'm dappy dab this is... I go to work with Daddy, and I give shots to people. Oh my God, that'd be terrifying. Okay, so uh... would do better than Todd. Damn. All right. Wow. We're we're we're, we're, right. we're we're playing D and D here. Let's let's get let's get into that. All right. <laughs> um. So uh, last we left off, uh, obviously. All of you were wandering through the caves, attempting to find your way through, uh, eventually bumping into some of your uh, comrades, and eventually finding your way into a a survivor camp of sorts uh, for a majority of you. Um, everybody except for Beep and Zane uh, together with Alan. Um, but uh, after you guys... You sure it's Alan? What now? Is it Alan? I swear, if you bring this up now, I'm going to dump all 48 D6 on Aiko right now. All right. Uh, anywho. Uh, so, you guys, uh, so Zane and Beep were left staring in the teeth of a adult red dragon whose lair they had just, uh, they had stumbled upon, stumbled into when Beep uh, unfortunately failed his deck save and tripped uh on the pile of gold that they were climbing over uh and now that's where we're going to start currently a massive red scaled claw probably about the size of uh well every bit of 10 feet in in width claw reaching around on the earth earthen barrier that alan had put up in order to protect beep from the fire breath that uh this this dragon had produced uh its claw wraps around the the barrier and you just see the top of its head rest on top of the barrier staring teeth bared low grumble staring at you three um currently um i suppose we should get some uh uh, let's see here. Let's uh, let's get some. Should we play some play the cheerful theme? I feel like this is really cheerful, currently. You know, right? No. <laughs> 
we'll do that. Whatever you say. So, um, currently, uh, Beep, you're closest to the dragon. You are behind the earth, earthen barrier. Actually, pretty much underneath its chin currently. With its claw kind of reaching, uh, like, probably within a few feet from you. What do you, what do you want to do? Beep. Ruh -roh. Uh -oh. Already dead. Yeah, he's he has perished. <laughs> Sad music. That, that's some that's some really good role play right there. <laughs> <laughs> Dare you? <laughs> All right. Uh, since for some reason he, I, I'm guessing he probably stepped away. Uh, uh, Zane, you are right behind Alan. Alan is currently one hand on the. There's a giant wood or um, stone door that is in front of you. Uh, Alan is currently trying to push on that door to try to get it open. What are you? You see your feline friend behind you, right next to a giant dragon. Do you want to do anything? Uh, I'm gonna try to get the door open. All right, so you're you're gonna try to go for the door. I'm gonna need Eustace or not fucking Alan. <laughs> you did it yourself. I know I did, and I I, I need to pull up that like, the fucking word document that has Alan written on it. You know, I'm, play Alan. I'm playing another Blood Hunter in another campaign too, so this should be fun. Um, Is it too affable? No, it's an Alan. Uh, okay, so Alan uh, rolled thirteen plus six. So, uh, it's a 19 on his end. What'd you roll for strength? I need your old strength check. Well, you didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> roll I by, so by the way, do you need me to roll a strength check? I just got back. No, no. We'll get to you in a second. So, my modifier is zero. So, that's a six. Uh, no, five. Sorry. Five. So, a 19 and a five. So, the door starts to slowly move uh, as, as primarily Alan is the one pushing on it, being the massive human he is or furbolg he is um uh beep you are currently down one flight of stairs kind of on a platform here the dragon's chin is resting on the top of this earthen barrier that is uh that is towering above your head that alan had uh uh i guess oh god i want to fucking say it because you guys are children erected um yes uh, i am firm that, that Alan a Alan casts an earthen barrier in order to protect you from the flame breath that, that was being shot by this dragon. Um, currently, the dragon's head is resting on top of it with one claw around it. You are essentially uh, within five feet of this dragon. What do you want to do? Um... So does that mean that I'm like within an attack of opportunity range? Um, with where it is, probably not. Okay. Although at this point, before you do anything, I'd like all of you to roll a wisdom saving throw. That's my wisdom. Seventeen. Alan gets advantage. Uh, wisdom saves. Okay. Nineteen. Cool. The all right. So the DC. Okay. So all of you are staring at this 
dragon, right? Why I wanted you to do that is that this was to see whether or not uh, all dragons have what's called an unsettling presence. So you, what this causes is that uh, it could cause fear if you fail the wisdom save. Um, but both of you succeed, uh, or all three of you succeed actually. Um, and you're just staring at this fucking fire lizard just like, at this point, not even moving. Uh, just just kind of sitting there and watching you. Um, Beep, now that you did that, can you, uh, what do you want to do? So what I want to do is while the dragon's kind of looking at me, I want to make a few movements in the air like I'm pointing at someone else in the room. Okay. And I'm going to try to, like, deceive him, make him think that there's someone else that he needs to be more worried about. Okay, I'm going to need you to roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Would that be deception? Or a deception check with disadvantage. Okay. Eleven. Um, she rolled a natural 20. Okay. Um, and you sh sh uh, the dragon, like, uh, you see, like, it sees you pointing and, like, trying to point. It just, it just continues just slowly looking at you, just not moving. Its hand gripped around this barrier. And, um, do our... Any three, or I guess you two, do either of you two speak Draconic? I uh, don't. Uh, uh, I do. I can... No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Alan doesn't either. So I thought Magic did. My last character may oh, have. That's right. I was going to say, Zane speaks uh, Infernal. So that's... But I speak Demon? Yeah. Demon and Fae. <laughs> Common. Yeah. Uh, so it says out loud in kind of a not no longer grumbly voice, but a actually a very normal voice uh, starting to come down off it, in draconic. You don't understand it, but what it, what it, what is being perceived um, is you, you hear. Is this loud enough that we might be able to hear it? From where you're at, no. Yeah. Okay. It's almost in your. So it feels like it's almost in your head, the way how how quiet this voice is comparatively. Um, but you hear in Draconic a mumbling of just, um, kind of concerned, like hi, higher pitched, like, uh, mumbled mumbo jumbo to you guys. Um, and I, I, I guess for the sake of this, you could roll an intelligence check to see if you understand what language it is, but you wouldn't be able to understand it. I'll roll <laughs> intelligence check for that. <laughs> oh, nine. <laughs> yeah. Not better. You hear some incoherent, higher pitch mumbling in your head. Um, Beep, your your uh your advances to try to confuse this dragon have fall seem to have fallen on deaf ears or just kind of ignoring what you're doing. Do you want to do anything else? 
Hmm. Well, for now, I'm going to try and go up the stairwell. Okay. I'm just going to try to, like, make it uh, up to where Zane is. Okay. Uh, the dragon seemingly does not move. Doesn't move, doesn't reach for you. It lets you walk up the stairs. Uh, this door currently is hardly budging. Uh, and then in common, you hear... Uh, oh, well, I guess you didn't understand me. Um, in my native tongue. And you see this dragon stand on all on top on its two feet and you see all of a sudden the the dragon form disappear in front of your eyes um what am i looking at <laughs> uh you don't see anything because there's this massive earthen barrier um you then hear i would like actually all of you to make a perception check for me 13 Four. Four. <laughs> Alan rolled a 14 plus three, so it's 17. Um, Beep and Alan hear a lighter body hit the ground when you hear this disappearing, uh, where you see this dragon disappear. Um, and it is no longer... So this is no longer there. Um, and you hear, coming from the base, from the, like, I'd say around here, a... Hold on, I'll open the door for you. And you hear pitter patter. Just. And um, as you guys look down the stairs, you see this um, finely dressed girl, uh, dark red hair, uh, scales coming off of her cheeks. Uh, she's probably. In, like if you're gauging she looks she looks kind of human um and she looks maybe to be 10 years old and she just you just see her like slowly like each step that she's going up is a little bit labor intensive like maybe not used to walking on two legs type of type of uh, response what do you guys want to do Did she say she's going to open the door? Uh, I heard that as well, but... Can I, like, make a, a check to see, like, maybe if this is, like, some person of significance? Uh, I would say... No. You wouldn't know who this is. Um, if you want to try to, say, make a nature check or something like a arcana check to see what what they are sure but uh to right. like you wouldn't know who this is okay like would i be able to figure out though like what type of being they are you With, like a nature check um if you make a high enough one yes okay 17 17 um you don't know a lot about the anatomy of dragons um but what you do know, um, and I would say with a nature check, you do know, and it's pretty well-known knowledge for anybody that has done any sort of traveling, that dragons originated 
from Arun. Uh, they were a uh, the failed first batch of fairies when when the world was being created, and you you also know that dragons have very mysterious powers, and all you know is that you watched a massive red dragon disappear in front of your eyes, and now there now there is a young girl with similar dark red hair that's that's similar to the color that the dragon once was so you could probably gauge maybe there's a res uh, there's some sort of like resemblance but you don't really understand okay but she's slowly she's she's laboring on each step because it's dexterity isn't very high for this one and she eventually makes up she's like well, uh, excuse me. And she, she just like very quietly walks past you and she just puts her hand. And when she, when she sticks out her hand, uh, Zane, you see claws. Instead of a hand, you see a dragon claw, but miniature reach out. And you, as, as she reaches out, you slowly see the scales start to disappear on her hand. Like she's completing a, tra a metamorphosis, a transformation. And she puts her hand on the door, and all of a sudden, you just see this stone door that Alan was, like, laboring to push against. Uh, just all of a sudden, light up with this intense gold light, and then slowly creak open. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. And you see her, all of a sudden, she's like, um, make way, make way. And you see, and you, like, she, you feel, like, this intense draw to like step away from her and you see all of a sudden she spread wings red wings and she takes up into the air and disappears into the cavern somewhere um i don't know what that's about but uh we should get going <laughs> i would like all of you to make a dexterity saving throw okay 18 Dex modifier. Fifteen. Cool. All of you made the save. As you go to wander through, you feel this intense. Um. You you felt like a soft breeze in the air, but then all of a sudden, what there where there was some light, now you see a shadow forming above you as you're walking through this door. And all of you just make it out in time before a you feel like skim beep. You feel it skim your back, almost hitting your tail. Uh, a massive boulder that seems to have been reacted to the door being open, falling right where you're standing. Beep. Uh, that was uh, a little closer than I'd like. So as you open up this door you are staring into a black void. Um, even with dark vision, you, you don't see anything. Um, you just, and it's completely pitch black because this boulder has basically blocked off any light coming from the, the previous room that you're in. Um, you take one step forward and there is surface underneath your feet, um, but you can hardly see anything, even with dark vision. What do you want to do? I will use my magic, magical tinkering to uh, re-light up my shield. 
Okay, easily, easy and enough. So ten feet of light around it, and I will cast light on my dagger. Okay, so Zane, your shield sparks up with light. Um, beep, your your dagger starts to illuminate this glow. Uh, Alan is also going to cast um, dancing lights. You just see like these globules of, of spheres of light shoot out into the room and uh you see and this room is massive it's almost seems like a royal chamber where like you you look farther down with the dancing lights and you see like a long carpeted uh like alley or aisle um you see at the end a uh um a throne but it's flipped around like the where a throne would normally facing into a room it has for some reason been flipped around and it's facing the wall behind it i'm gonna proceed carefully towards the throne carefully all right so does this i do am i assuming you're attempting to check for traps yes roll an investigation check oh goody with disadvantage Oh, that's... Because you're in low light. Oh, <laughs> Still good. 21. Wow. Okay, so yeah. You start slowly walking, and you do feel already pressed in pressure plates uh, under your feet, as in these traps have already been sprung. Uh, and as you get closer and closer, I'm going to need uh, Beep, Beep and Zane and uh, Alan to all make a per uh, perception check. 14. Nine. Okay, I, it's not that hard to see. Um, as you're getting closer, Zane, you start to smell this really moldy mildew smell Getting when you get closer to this throne. Um, but what you haven't really been noticing is that on each side of you are um, basically pews, benches, for a, a, from like a church and they're pushed more to the side of the room uh they're smaller some of them are broken some of them are like collapse in being being wood pews but as you look and beep as you you and alan hang back you start to see figures that are like silhouettes of people sitting in these pews and zane as you get up to the um up to the throne that's turned around you look at the throne and there is a thing a, per, a, sil a silhouette a figure laying back into the throne staring at the wall what do you want to do i'm going to walk past it and examine the wall that it's staring at uh make an investigation check can i do the same Sure, yeah, you can walk up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Seven. Sixteen. Seven. It looks like a wall to beep. Um, but you said sixteen? Yep. Sixteen. Uh, is a... You, you look at this wall, and it's this massive mural of... That's covered in, like, mossy, like, blue, mossy, um vines 
going down it. And as, uh, and as you kind of look a little closer, you do see some sort of like painting mural on the wall behind it. Okay. Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, Zane. Eight? Uh, ten. Ten. What you didn't notice is the figure laying back in, in the throne is was slowly reaching its hand out, and it grabs with a ten. It grabs onto the coattail of your of. Uh, are you armored up right now? Oh yeah. So it grabs on where where the coattail of your shirt would be, but it grabs onto your your armor. And as it grabs, you feel and hear a crack. As it grabs on, you turn around and there's this very dead, long dead skeleton slowly reaching its hand out, almost like a zombie, to reach out to you. And it's just holding there. And the crack you heard was its finger breaking against your armor because its bones are so, are so brittle. Um, well, that's creepy. I'm going to punch it. <laughs> roll, roll an attack. Sure will. Uh, 19. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I would say you need to roll for, you, you would need to roll for damage, but as you punch it full armored, its body just crumbles into pieces of bone. Falls to the ground flat. Uh, and what you didn't see when you first turned around, just in the moment, you saw a uh, a crown upon its head made out of thorns and different uh, intermixing dead rose petals and different flower petals all inside of it. It falls to the ground very helplessly uh, off the head of the thing that you just punched. I'm not going to touch it, but can I try to determine if it's magical? Well, not kind of check. Nine. <laughs> best of your ability looking at it you do not sense that it is magical of any sort or there, so there isn't any magic uh, coming off of it um, and all it looks like is a what I described a crown of thorns with flower petals and, and roots of flowers mixed in to interwoven into it is that on the floor right now? It is fallen on the floor in front of this uh, throne. Can I pick it up very carefully and just place it back on the throne? Yeah. Pick it up and put it on the throne. Nothing happens. Okay. Um, <laughs> however, uh, you hear Alan from the back of this room say, uh... Guys, I think yeah. I think these things are moving, and you start to see these figures that were stand, sitting in what seems like pews, but it's more of a more of benches to give praise to whomever was sitting in this throne, or maybe an audience with whoever was sitting in this throne. You slowly start to see these figures; they're in full cloak, stand up very slowly and start like lumbering their way towards the throne. Uh, there's 
five or six of them. Uh, to there's, to, from what you can gauge, they're very slow. How close together are they? Very pretty spread apart. Um, with, even with the dancing lights and all the all the light that you have emanating from from your you know your own equipment, um, you do see a. Uh, as you look closer, all of these beings, to your best knowledge, are very similar to the one you just punched. Okay. Well, they don't seem very uh, sturdy. If we are concerned about them, I could probably just beat the hell out of the other ones. Okay. You certainly can. Uh, at, at this point, Alan, um, you, you see Alan uh, put his staff on his back. Um, he has like some leather straps coming off of his back, as the backpack he's wearing. And he immediately puts it into the compartment that he built specifically for the staff. And he you see what and what you haven't realized that underneath the uh, robes that he wears uh, is a hidden scimitar that he pulls out and immediately the scimitar he, he does this he like takes the base of his hand and smacks it against uh, smacks it against his hand and you see a little bit of blood come out of his hand and all of a sudden his scimitar <laughs> ignites into this bright crimson flame he's like I think these might be undead folks seems to be uh they're they pay no mind to Alan and they actually pay no mind to Zane to you Zane or you Beep they are slowly walking towards this throne can I see like any other potential like way out of this room uh I'd say make an investigation check. I'm going to do the same. Uh, 17. Uh, let me get there. <laughs> 19. Okay, 17 and 19. You guys look around, and other than the door you came in, which is now blocked off by this boulder, there's no other way out of this room. And I start feeling around on the mural just to see if there's like a hidden switch or something. Uh, you put your hand on this mural and it is covered in vines, so it's really hard to see, um, or really feel. So you'd, I think, you, you would have to clear the vines and the moss first before you did that. However, you, as you go to touch it, uh, one of the silhouettes, you hear its bones rattling as it's stepping closer to you. And it stops and stares at you. And all you hear this very gruff, just... <laughs> and then the one that's closest to you falls on the ground and collapses. His bone shatters all around. And you see these other... At this point, you now realize they've gotten close enough to the throne. And as the others come around, they immediately stand in the same place... But you notice that one of them is trying to, like, reach very steadily towards the crown that's sitting on the throne. And as it reaches out, all of them, all of them just kind of crumble down into nothing but dust around this throne. Um, and what, all that's left from the one that's reaching is as it, it, got, it was able to get its hand on the throne. And as its hand hits the throne, it 
all of a sudden you see what what looked like old bone turn into new bone but it was uh so it's all that's left is just this hand that's barely kept together by whatever ligaments that are left from when it was alive just kind of laying on this on this like the armrest of the throne interesting can I try to figure out if the throne is magical? Roll an arcana check. I'm going to say beep, you do as well. I'm almost going to that one. 13. Uh, 21. Also 21 for Alan. As you look at this throne, there seems to be divination magic coming off of it. Uh, there seems to be some form of holy aura illuminating off of this chair but it's very faint and as you are looking around um, Alan's going to cast um, detect magic and as he casts it uh, you see his eyes he has very dark emerald green eyes that are generally hidden by his long brown matted hair and you just see his eyes ignite into this, like really bright green and you see him staring around looking and he looks right at where the throne is and immediately uh, he says don't touch it okay looking at you and he like looks at the hand he's like no that that's not something we need to mess with alright I don't know what it is but that's not giving me good vibes, man. All right, then. Hmm. Alan, I don't see another way out of here. We seem to be stuck. Well, I see a very blatant way out of here, but that might be because my eyes are all glowy. Um, so, uh, if you, uh, that, that thing behind you, that, the wall, uh, the mural? Yeah, clear, clear the, clear them plants out of there. I see something, I... I just don't know what it is yet. I'll take my hand axe and start hacking away at him. And I'll start cutting at it with a stick, with a sickle. Okay, so yeah, as, as you guys are cutting away, you slowly start to see this mural open up and uh, Alan brings one of his globules of light and like brings it up to the mural and just like sits it there. Like, well... Wouldn't this something? And sitting in front of you is a mural, full mural, of what seems to be a throne with a young red-haired girl sitting on it with this crown of thorns placed on her head with, like, rose petals coming off of it. Uh, you see worshippers bending down, offering her gifts. You see a uh, above her a sunlight with like little fairies what look like fairies dancing around in the sun rays uh like you see uh, a rainbow erupting but not connecting at the top it's like it's like a broken bow almost but the rainbow cuts off pretty much right at the top and at the top you see a uh what seems to be wings dragon wings coming down in between the rainbow uh you look farther down on the mural and it's almost as if it's telling a story 
and you see a that same little girl with red hair with dragon wings coming off of her. And you see her looking down at skeletons, piles of bones all around her. Um, and at the very bottom of it, you see a little ring. It's on, it's, it's on basically almost on the ground, but it's like, it's probably about three inches above the ground and it's a little compartment and it has what looks to be a ring for what looks like something needs to be placed in there. And Alan kind of looks at it and he's like, whatever, whatever opens that door belongs there. And he point and he points down and he starts looking at the mural and just kind of trying to ponder what it is. How big's the spot on the mural for that? It's about head size. Can I grab the crown without touching the throne and then try to put it in there? Yeah. I'm going to say make it a dexterity check. Because you're trying to delicately pick something up in full armor. I mean, I could do it. <laughs> So that looks like a bad phase. That one. Oh boy. So you should you, let me do it. <laughs> as you turn around to get, like, like, oh, well, yeah, it's obviously the crown. Uh, you go to turn, and you didn't realize that one of the skeletons that had collapsed had skull didn't fully shatter, and you kick that skull. And you trip, and you, as you go to reach for it, you trip forward, and like a just a reactionary thing, you put both hands on to this throne, and immediately, because you are part infernal, part demon, your hands start to just burn. Just you feel this in intense, like flesh melting, burning sensation coming off of this uh, throne. Um, and I'm gonna say because of the nat one, your face also bonk right off the right off the seat of it. So uh, you take, and it's double because you're a tiefling. It's two d eight worth of worth of uh, damn it, radiant damage. That is a uh, sixteen points of radiant damage, as. Your face starts, you're just you hitting your head off of it. You start to feel this burning sensation on, on like the crown of your head. And you start to feel like your hands are starting to slowly, like you start to see like the, the black, your, your fine black skin start to slowly like melt away as you're, and you, you're, you're for, I, I assume your first reaction is just to immediately fuck. Yeah. And let go of it. <laughs> okay. So you do that. And you start to look at your hands, and it's all muscle. Your all the skin oh. on your hands have burned away. Um, and you do have. Uh, Alan looks. He's like, I told you, you shouldn't have. Oh fuck! And you have, yeah. you have like this burned singe mark, like right at the base of your horns, that has thorn imprints all through it. I was just trying to get the damn crown. Mm. It's like, 
maybe you should let some more uh, dexterous people grab it next time. <laughs> and he, he he puts his hand on you and casts Cure Wounds at level 4. And you gain... I know a level 4 spell. I wasn't intending for this character to be with you guys, so bear with me here. Wow. Okay, that evens out a little bit. Um, you gain 15 points of healing. I rolled like shit. Sorry. I mean, it pretty much full healed me. And you just start... But unfortunately, with the, with the Cure Wounds, normally Cure Wounds closes up all wounds and restores you to the point where you were before. You still feel the pain afterwards. Like in the scratching, numbing, itching sensation that you get from whenever you scratch a scab. But yeah. as you look down at your hands, you start to see your skin slowly growing back. But your hands are still not skin covered. And your forehead has fully closed up. And you're you're now good there. Um, Alan immediately goes oh fuck and immediately pumps another uh cure wounds into you because your hands are just not coming up um for the sake of it you full heal because even if i roll a yeah. one um even so as he casts at level one your hands are just not closing up no matter how many times he casts cure wounds on you So, uh, Alan looks around. He's like, uh, beep. Won't you, uh, show him how it's done and grab that thing there. Do not touch the stone. All right. You don't have to roll a dex check. Okay. I'll, ju I'll just say beep, and I'll go right up to that. Right to that crown, very gently, very gently. Nowhere near where any thorns might be. Just pick it up. Okay. Take it on over. Um, you when you do reach down, you feel this intense, burning sensation start to like barely singe the uh, the invisible hairs you have coming off of you as a tabaxi. And you do smell this really weird burnt hair burning smell as you pick it up because. Whatever is whatever this throne is, it's it's bad news, as seen by Zane's charred hands. All right, and now I'll just very carefully try to put it into the little like key hole area, the headspace or whatever. Okay, as you put it down in there, you see this mural this beautiful but sad mural slowly you see the same golden light that that young girl whenever she touched the door uh that same golden light slowly cracks so you see a seam split the mural down the center and two doors slide uh, swipe inward and open up into another room Alright, so I'll just 
I'll look back at the two of them and I'll just say, beep, as I motion my head and try to tell them to come along. I start going through. And Alan follows along. I assume Zane, kind of pissy, <laughs> follows along. No. Um, you guys only walk about 20 feet, and then you start to see this blue glowing light emanate uh, from the end of what seems like a tunnel that you're walking down. And as you get to the end of it, you look out and you see crystals popping up out of the floor and on the walls um and you see a very distant flicker of a campfire um from probably 400 feet across whatever room you're staring into and you do see with your with um i'm gonna say with beep with your vision with your feline senses you see silhouettes around this flat fire and but as you look guys look down there is a about a 40 foot drop down to the floor below into this giant room hmm hmm I'll do something fun, because I don't actually have to touch it to make it work. Okay. I'm going to use my rope of climbing. Okay. Because I can just vocally command it what I want it to do without touching it. To wrap... Is there anything around me, like, rock-wise, like... Um... That I could secure it to? Yeah, there's, like, stalactites and stalagmites coming out of, uh, like, and crystals coming out. Um, as you like on the wall next to you and like on the mouth of this cave mm -hmm. so yeah. have it secure itself to one of those and then around me and try to work my way down i suppose okay so easy enough i'm gonna say for the sake of this you're fine zane because you're wrapped by the rope and, of climbing and then i will have the rope leave me and attached to those two okay so as you guys make your way down no problem and as you look across, you look to your left and you see this really bright, blazing red hue coming from another room to your left. And when you look across, beep, you saw, you, you can now in very clear view see this flickering fire and a bunch of silhouettes from across the room. But there's also a blazing fire, uh, like crimson fire coming from the left. Is there like, so are these like two split paths or is it like an open area? It is a massive open room, just like massive open like cavern that is to your best knowledge as well. It's well lit enough that you can see pretty much the floor all the way, probably 200 feet in front of you. Like it's, it's very well lit. Um, and it is, uh, starting to get brighter um okay what do you guys want to do uh another question sure the silhouettes are they like could, could we recognize the silhouettes as someone as part of our party from 400 feet away absolutely not 
Okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> okay. So. So you guys see which way are you going to go? Would look Beep would look over to Zane and just kind of motion to go. Like, kind of motion with his hands, gesturing, like, go that way, but not all the way. Yeah. So you can, like, sort of see the people. Okay. Like, Agreed. See if we can try to analyze them before we get too close. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, Alan sees these motions and just slowly starts. He, like, without saying a word to you guys, he just walks past you and just starts, like, full striding his way towards these silhouettes. Okay. No, right, not trying well. to stealth, not trying to do anything. I don't think he caught on. Beep. <laughs> and he turns, Beep. He turns, he turns around. He's like, well, "What? Aren't you guys? Aren't you guys coming?" And he just keeps walking. I'm Beep. gonna like <laughs> kind of hurry up to get caught up with him. I would like everybody that's not them uh, to make a perception check for me. I'm going to say I'll make a one for the... <clears throat> make a one for Alara. <laughs> I don't know if Lexi's here or not yet. She just no. got here. She's walking down now. Okay. I'll roll for her then. Yeah. <laughs> Thaddeus well, is oblivious. <laughs> I, I, rolled, I, I, rolled an, I rolled a nat two for uh, Alara, so that doesn't go well for her. Uh, checks out. Yeah, she checks out. Um, <laughs> so, with a nine and that one, I'll bring it back real quick. Okay, you do not hear or see anything. However, with a twenty and eighteen and a nineteen, Aiko, Elka, and Ori all hear a very loud beep <laughs> come from echoing through the cavern <laughs> piercing through the the quiet sound of the children talking amongst themselves and immediately you hear aria pop up. What? wait did you guys hear that all right just want to make sure i wasn't the only one who just heard whatever the fuck that was um oh dad i'm sorry i need to cuss in front of you Bad habits, bad habits. My bad. I'm back. Welcome back. Um, so as you guys approach, you see and hear beep. Immediately realize who it is. But you do see this massive, jollying, just figure rolling through. Now it's starting to become more and more bright. And what you guys didn't realize is there's crystals all over the walls. Well, you noticed them, but they're starting to slowly get brighter and brighter and brighter and illuminate this cavern to where now all you see is this happy furbolg strolling his way towards not like not giving a care in the world. Happy furbolg strolling towards you guys with uh, a worse for wear tiefling and partial full armor and a uh, tabaxi quickly trying to follow behind. And he's, well, 
This is where you guys were at. And he starts looking around. He's like, well, I guess the gang's all here. Hey, Zane, Beep, you guys yeah. didn't need to worry about a damn thing. This is your friends. Oh, good. So, like, where have right you guys been? Uh, Beep. I, I've had better days in my life. <laughs> I'm just gonna like put my hands up and show you like the missing skin. Oof. Yeah. And then Alara, Beep. there was a big block of cheese. What? Cheese? Are you high? We're in a cave. Lara and I are having a conversation. Um, oh. We're clueless. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> okay. Um, are there anything, like, is there anything growing that I might recognize? Um, no, actually, I guess first things first, I would run, walk up to um, Zane and try to put a cure wounds into him myself because I don't know that that's already been attempted. I would stop you beforehand and be like, we've tried. Have I noticed that they've come in yet? Uh, at this point, it's kind of hard to miss because you've seen Vaten get up and run out and you've heard uh, the very loud, obnoxious well, not obnoxious, but slow voice of, uh, of Alan bursting through the cavern. Zane, what is up with your hands? I, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I'll talk about it. He tripped over some old skull and put his hands on this, uh, crazy fire, holy magic bullshit throne and kind of scalded his skin off of his, uh, his poor little hands there. Wait, who are you? Wait, did you get it? Oh, yeah. Aiko hasn't met. Alan. Ah, yes. Uh, my name is Alan. I am a, well, as you can see, I'm a furbolg. Uh, I kind of run the run the forest, at least around the, that tree that you disappeared into. I'm a friend. I've been with, well, at least Beep here for a good while. Beep. Can I look around to see if there's anything like moss or anything growing that I could use to bind up Zane's hands? Um, yeah, let's say make a let's say make a survival check. I'm going to pull oh, out shit. one of my those jars that I filled with that water. Okay. And I'm gonna go, Zane, come here. I want to pull this on your hands. Uh is that it's not gonna hurt me, is it? I truly don't know, but I don't think it can make it worse. I'm kind of thirsty. Can I have some of that? Yeah, it can't be worse. I'll just put my hands up. To um, that. Yes. Would I know about this uh, this throne at all? Like, is it something I would have heard about? Make a history check. And I'm gonna slowly, like, splash a little bit of water onto his hands. Nat 20. Damn! Alright, uh, I'm gonna message you. Okay. Oh, whisper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't message me about the other thing you were supposed to before this. Fuck. 
Listen, I'll do that. I'll do that after. <clears throat> it's not done at all. <laughs> I'll, 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 do, I'll take care of it. <laughs> so, um, as I'm messaging Mousy here, uh, you're going to see Alan kind of like immediately realize children acquired. So he's going to just kind of go around and start examining and checking the health of all the children throughout the camp to make sure that they aren't hurt, to make sure they're not malnourished. Um, he's going to start uh, just trying to be a big, gentle giant to these kids who probably have been frightened. Some of them have been frightened for a while now. Um, but... You guys may converse amongst yourself. You don't need to wait for the DM to do stuff. Well, what well, happens when I... Todd pours the water on my hands? Oh, yes. Yeah, Sorry. And, I and, or, that. <laughs> and or the survival check for anything like moss to bind his hands to. Um, so with a survival, was a survival check of 24. Um, so yeah. you look around. Yeah, there's moss all over the ground as you like wander around a little bit. It's... Uh, bluish in color uh and very easy to pick up off the ground um and between my herbalism kit and that survival check this isn't gonna like poison him or anything right no no with the 24 okay. you, yeah you're you've learned this is a moss that is seems to be may it might have healing prowess it may not you never know but it shouldn't poison him okay um then pending what the water does i will go ahead and potentially bandage up uh, his hands okay i'm gonna say make a medicine check but with advantage 25 you have successfully um bandaged up his hands with the moss and uh grinding it up with your herbalism kit and everything um mm -hmm. and zane you do feel this cooling sensation from this cool moss hitting hitting where your burned skin was um and can't tell if it's helping but it definitely feels good compared to what your hands are feeling like right now fair Todd's pouring the water from the tree on oh, my hands. Right, that too. Um, as you pour it on there, and like comb combination of putting the moss and the water, you do feel a stinging sensation from the water as it hits your hands. But mm. you do notice a weird movement of skin on your hands as it seems to try to almost close up magically. Uh, as the water hits your hands, but it's not fully healing. And then as uh, Vaten bandages up your hands, you do feel this cooling sensation from that kind of weird sting. Um, so for right now, don't know if your hands are ever going to get better, because as of right now, they feel okay. Where? How far are we away from that fountain, or the, where the water was? You're just across the cavern and through a few caves. 
to get there, and a good portion of the people who are at this camp know how to get there. Do you have a... Is there water still in your thing? Is that water still in your uh, jar? I have uh, three jars of it. Yes, I have a <clears throat> water stand. I have more, and we can refill them. There's a, a river. Can I, have a, can I have a sip of that? Um, I guess. Thirsty. He'll kill... Do you hold one out for him? Sure. All right, he'll, he'll grab one and just chug it. Oh. Oh, that kind of helped. I think. How's that acid reflux you've been having? <laughs> Are you talking to Ori? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine now. Oh, uh, Mako has a kid. Well, we do that. Oh, she's right there. Is she still with us? Yeah, she's just oh. kind of hanging out, like looking around. All right, Ori will point at her. Oh, yeah, she's right there. Hi. Is that a bird? Yeah, it's crazy. Do not, I... do not be alarmed. She was a foundling. Oh. Dad's the big one still a, thinks. As a kid. My mind was going crazy for like five minutes until I found that out. <laughs> like, how does that work? Crazy. Sounds about right. Where the fuck is my dragon? Uh, it did not come with. There's a bird, a dragon. I want to cast Dragon Sight to see where he's at. Okay, as you cast Dragon Sight, uh, you see a you're you're all of a sudden blinded by this gold shimmering light and you see uh aragon is currently uh rolling around and you hear with using your scent using your uh your sight you see gold coins all over the floor and you see you hear aragon <laughs> Um, you see Aragon just kind of rolling around and burying himself in in this in this weird in, in all these gold coins. Has anybody seen a room with gold coins? Why? It looks like Aragon's rolling in it, having a grand old time, like he hit the lottery. Uh, it's where we came from, but we can't get back to it. It was a dragon's hoard. You guys didn't bring it that with you, or I mean, the dragon was there. That's not what I asked, but dragon. Yes. Different from Aragon. Yeah, uh, red, large, turned into a little girl. Oh. It was scary. Where is this dragon? Uh, it's gone now. Oh. I don't know where it's at. Or you should stay away from that. Yeah, you don't. Want to mess with a dragon sword? It's not you could buy wise. so much cheese. How much gold was there? Uh, more than I could physically count. But How high can you count? <laughs> I can count very high. Start counting. He'll cross his arms and <laughs> I'm just gonna start like rambling off really high numbers for Ori. Okay. <laughs> Here, Ori, have That's some a lot of juice. gold. Oh, thank you. He'll take a sip. You want some, Alara? Alara can't even count. 
you want a drink? No, I want cheese. I want to go to the gold room and buy all the cheese. Well, they're not telling us where the gold room is. Well, we can't get to it. There's a giant rock in the way. He's about to curse. No. <laughs> well, did you? <laughs> she's about to say the F word. She's, she's yeah. She's about to say the F word. No. She's gonna. She stomps her little foot and crosses her little arms. I want that on my head. Yes. Stomping your feet on top of my head. You just hear the little pitter patter on Ori's skull of her feet. Oh. <laughs> she's McMad. Maybe you just pushed the rock out of the way. How big uh, is the rock? Very big. This uh, big, it'll to... hold up like his hand to like his shoulders. Bigger. It'll go a little higher. Bigger. It could go like about where his head's at. Bigger than you can reach, Ori. Hold me up. We all I cannot take you well, I guess we'll Teamwork not the dream get work. the gold. Sounds like a wonderful idea, not getting it. Yes, not getting the dragon's gold for it to come Alara back and kill us. Starve. We have plenty of food, Alara. Yeah. Not when I'm done. <laughs> hey, where's Josiah? Sorry? Josiah, where, where's Josiah? He is currently uh, uh, he, he's helping out Alan. Alan has now gone around and like done checkups on most of the children in this camp, and he's kind of been playing as the uh, the assistant to Alan, where Alan has like casted cure wounds on some of the kids. I've had like scraped up knees, and like has some of them being more injured than others. He also like casting like calm emotions on some of them that are kind of still in shock. Um, so he, he's kind of like farther into the camp, but within your shot. Alright, I wanna go up to Josiah. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna introduce him to the entire group real quick. Uh, oh uh, he, he like he, he hears you walking, he's like, uh uh Mr. Aiko, how how can I help you? Um yes, well this is uh my entire group that has been set that I was telling you about that has been set out to find y'all. <laughs> And uh, I'm curious, have you ever seen a room full of gold? A room full of gold? No, I mean, other than the golden leaves of that tree. Um, no, I haven't seen any. Are you talking like gold coins? Yeah, or... apparently they were fighting a dragon in a room full of gold coins. And now my little dragon is there and we need to find our way back. Well, I've never seen, heard, or uh, been to any sort of room like that. I don't, I mean, if your friends said they were there, maybe they can guide us back from where they came from, and we could send an expedition party out there. I uh, can't really easily get back up there at the moment. Uh, okay, um... Well, then I guess we may need to find a different way around. Why do you have to get there? Uh, my little pet dragon is apparently wallowing in gold coins, and I need to get him back. You have a pet dragon? Yeah, it's it's uh, Aro's little brother. Understood. You're picking up kids everywhere. 
slept with a bird and with a dragon. In D&D, sleeping with a dragon okay, is, is okay. heard of, alright? Think about that. Or he'll put, like, a his hand to his chin and be like, hmm. Uh, El- Elka just kind of slumped over, like, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> no one, no one's listening to me anyway, so... If I slept hey, with you, a female you, dragon, what you, would happen? You only live once, you gotta enjoy life. Delara's gonna, like, look up at Ori and be like, what does it mean to lay with a bird? Explain. And you, 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 you slowly see Josiah, like, go over to one of the kids. He's standing next to him, like, put his hands around their ears. Like, no, no. no, no too. Ori, will, Ori will see this. Well, you see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you later. And you just see it's way just, later. Delara's just... gonna be like, "What happens if I lay with a bird? Is it a bad thing? Why do you, why do you lay with birds?" Well, if you laid with a bird, they would probably think you're a rat and eat you. Hey, <laughs> that was very nice. Or he'll put his hands on his hips. Why'd you say that? Oh, you told my daughter about the birds and the bees, so I was just being uh, straightforward. Wait, birds there. and bees? Well, you why'd can... you call her a rat? Wait, that was not very you nice. You can lay with a bee too. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah, like. See, she doesn't understand. Also, I'm... I'm... you just if see I me slump off into the corner and just me. look at my hands, like, uh. And uh, well, what's the problem, Zane? What you got more important things? Alara's gonna look at Zane and be like, "Have you ever laid with a bee?" Alan's, no. gonna, Alan's gonna poke his head out from from Kieran Kieran woundsing this a poor little girl that's sitting there just exposed to all of this conversation. And he's gonna be like, "Well, I think I know someone who maybe slept with a really big bee once, but she's not around to really hear talk. She's dead." So, Alan, what does that mean? Well, if I sat next to a bee, I'd probably well, get stung and die, too. Well, I'm allergic see, to bees. Alara, cover your ears. Well, well you see, uh, you know, bees have these really big stingers, and... Uh, so that's what these kids are calling Yeah, I get fish. that part. Alara, cover... Or he will put his big hands <laughs> and, around her head. And, uh, excuse me! Excuse me, everybody. This is important what? what? I'd like to just <laughs> point out... <laughs> That we're here for the kids and to see if we can help them not ruin their minds. Oh, this is way more interesting. So, did your friend fuck a bee? <laughs> like a giant bee? <laughs> How big was the bee? Uh, the bee was about your size, big guy, and the stinger, stinger. The stinger was about two feet long, and she was sleeping. And it invaded with her the camp. bee. No, <laughs> didn't this happen in Conquer's Bad Fur Day? She was sleeping next to the bee's hive, which is this giant fucking cave, and she got stabbed through the lower abdomen by a bee. And like honey, they shrunk the kids. And the hell did bees become owl bears? Alara's gonna look up at Ori and say, "What does it mean to fuck a bee?" I was covering your ears the whole time. She heard. <laughs> Alara. Don't say that again. What? Fuck. No. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, you know one more word. I know another word. 
Elka, Zane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, why don't we head back to where I had filled up all of these before I used it on his hands, and then the big one drank it all, so I can refill my vials of this water. They're gonna fix my hands. I believe so. In the meantime, they can discuss the prophecies of bees, birds, beetles, and wolverines. And Alan's giving me a well, if there's water that can cure wounds, I kind of want to go there myself. Lead the way. While they're doing that, I want to inspect the golden leaves. The golden leaves that are making up these tents that have been made? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, make a nature check for me. Sixteen. You have never seen this type of wood or leaves in your life. Interesting. Yeah, that's so, all yeah. I got. Okay. So as you guys, so I'm gonna say, so who all's going to the tree and who all's? I'm going to the tree. I'll go to the tree. I'll go to the I'm tree. I'm going to the tree. I'll go to the tree. Are you all just gonna go to the tree? I was gonna say, if literally everybody else is going to the tree, I might stay behind to watch the kids. Okay. Giant one, why don't you stay and watch the kids and teach them something? That is not a good idea. Uh, and you, you, you see, you 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 hear Josiah like come like crack at. Uh, I think Ari and I will be just fine watching the kids. If you want to go explore this tree, feel free. It's pretty safe, at least to my knowledge. Very well. We would come back, and Ori would traumatize the kids. <laughs> Okay. Um, and you all of a sudden, uh, Alan is like, "It's a, is is this way? All right." And he just the same old, just full striding towards towards where where he was pointed and pointed to. Are you coming with me or not? He looks behind. Right you. behind you. All right. So all of you are gonna go to the tree then. Yep. Yeah. Um. Do yep. you happen to have a layout of this place? Yeah. Okay. I haven't cleared the tokens from last time, but so you guys are coming from there. Um, and... But uh, you guys are coming from there. If you guys want to put your tokens down, you can just for since it's such a big map. I think I see some of us are already down there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just gave Alexa some headphones. She'll well, one second. Whoa. Okay, I'll put I'll put a Lara and Ori on there for you. So it's one, two, three, four. This four, is a big ass map. Seven. I told you. Uh, uh, Alan's leading the charge. Alrighty, alrighty. Oh. 
So as you guys walk into this cavern, <coughs> the audio. Good. Okay. Um, you are met with a blinding gold light. Uh, Elka, Vaten, and uh, um, Thaddeus have all seen this before, and it is blinding. It is hard to see very well. Uh. At first, when you're wa after like walking through a dark cavern, and as you find yourself, you find yourself looking at this massive, um, uh, fucking. It almost looks like an oak tree, interwinding, interwinding uh, branches, forming out into this massive golden structure of a tree, um, and it, it, you see, you hear the water rushing through, and it, it's. Even already being there, it is something to behold. Um, but. So, what you guys want to do? You guys are staring at this massive tree. Do I see the water right here next to me? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to dunk my hands in and hold them there. Okay. With ba bandage and all on still? Yeah. You do that, and the moss that has been ground up uh, starts to illuminate through the bandage, and it starts to illuminate into this golden hue, and you feel your hands immediately start to sting. Um, do you want to take the bandages off? Yeah. Okay, as you do that, you take your bandages off, and your hands are now... Completely healed. And Hell yeah. <laughs> however, being that you are an infernal, mm -hmm. you take four points of radiant damage as you stick your hands into this water. However, your hands are the physical abnormalities are are healed. But you, this is more you taking a spiritual punch to the gut. Than a how much damage? Sorry? Four, four points of radiant damage. Um, and you see Alan like walking up, just amazed, like, "Oh my god!" Um, uh, that fucking hurts. But my hands are better. Actually, the best way to describe the pain is that it's kind of a headache. Yeah. Um, where you stick your hands in there, they it heals your body, but it's affecting you as being half, half demon, being tiefling. Yeah. Um, but it's not unbearable. It's just kind of there. Or he's gonna put his feet in the water. You can put your feet in the water. Your hooves. <laughs> his hooves. His. his they suddenly hooves. become human feet. <laughs> yes. Or he takes his hooves <laughs> off and now they're feet. Hey, uh, or a roll d4 for me. No, I'm sorry. That's the stuff <laughs> nightmares are made of. Oh, my hooves are killing me. And, like, you're all the muscle pain, all of the travel that you've endured, and you haven't much over your travels, you haven't really had much time to relax. And this, for the first time ever, your muscles, like, Go from untense to like completely relaxed. Your 
hooves, your your fur where your hooves are around your hooves has never been cleaner. Like, <laughs> they're like a uh, like. What was it? Have they ever been cleaned? In general? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Ori doesn't scrub his ass. Hori bait or or <laughs> I called him Ori. Ori bait. Hmm. I wonder if this would work pretty well. He'll like put his his horse brush in the water and he'll start brushing his fur. Okay, as you do that, yeah, you start. Ori's fur has never been more glistening. It's just as as he starts, but you see like the dust of his body. You just see like dust come flying off of it, and his and his like fur starts to like glisten. Like all any any odd scrapes and cuts that he had had, just slowly close up and go away. Ori, your body feels refreshed. Um, oh. And I'm gonna say, this would probably give call for five points of temporary hit points as you wash your entire body with this water. Yeah, he's in it by now, like, just sitting in it. <laughs> well, you have to realize, the stream is only about six inches deep. Oh, okay. So, well, he's still sitting in it, and yeah, he's just, like, kind of... It's just barely covering, coming up to the, uh, like, the, like, the ba- like, the base of your butt, like... He's, like, he's, like, dipping, uh, Lara in it. My little toes. Like, My scrubbing hers. Okay, I'm going to follow the way the stream is running, and I'm going to go upstream from where Ori is disposing of all of his waste. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see a bunch of shit just coming down. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just going Ganji style. <laughs> and I'm going to refill the uh, three jars that I had, and then I am just going to lay down on my back in the water and just splash it over me. Okay. Uh, you already have the five temporary hit points, so I'm not going to give you those. But you do, like I said before, you do feel you're getting very clean. Like, you, you, Thaddeus, you take care of yourself um, cleanliness-wise. But you, it's like the most thorough of thorough clean. It's like going, it's like going through a really expensive car wash. Like, I'm gonna quickly just look, think about a girl. Does it change me? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're asking if the water is going to change you into a girl? No, no, <laughs> does, oh, does, does it change do, you into not being gay? Does, I, I'm gonna think of this girl that I saw in town. Does do I find her attractive now? No, high or low. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, let the dice let the dice decide, baby. Oh, oh baby, wash the gay away. <laughs> God, the cr- you said hi. Yes. Now you're still gay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, are we gonna make enemies with the LGBT? Keeps like hi, hello, like, are we gonna be? Are we? They're gonna be like, don't watch this this group of role players. They're awful. Oh, I told you, Mike, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. (laughs) Thaddeus, what are you mumbling about over there? (laughs) Who the fuck Uh, is Mike? Who's Mike? (laughs) Like the most common name I've heard this whole time. 
He's he was my father. Wait, what? Yes, my cock. No. He was an Alan. Oh my god. Oh my god. They are they Alan's are sleazy little scumbags, but like no. Hey now, just just because Alan's are Alan's are known to fuck rabbits. Let's just put that out there. At least one. Yeah. At least one of them are. God damn. Okay. No, People Michael. Michael was really confused. <laughs> Michael was my very close friend's father who banned us from the area. The uh, area. Uh, uh, as, is this a real life story? <laughs> no. As, as Thaddeus is just like laying back in the water as much as he can, just this is nice. See, I, I assume all of you are just kind of like like you see Alan like walk up. Not and, me. Like, you see like Alan like well obviously not you. I'm going to say, though, you did touch the water enough to gain the five temporary hit points. <laughs> I hurt myself. <laughs> hey, Jack. Yes? So, I'm going to have Beep get in the water. And mm-hmm. He's going to kneel down, and he's going to specifically pull up his eye patch and start trying to splash the water into his eyes. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you... Um, and I'm gonna say for the sake of it, you all, you guys always kind of noticed the eye patch, but it was like kind of blending in with his fur. So you thought, ah, eh, it's just probably a, it's probably a fashion statement. You know, it's just he's a bard. He's, he's eccentric. Uh, but and also, also, his eyes weren't regular tabaxi. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they were more on the human side. Yeah. Yeah, like they were like kind of orangey when they're normally supposed to be yellow, like far yeah. more orange. Yeah. So as you lift your eye patch, you feel like the matting of the fur that has been holding it down. You feel the matting of, of that matte fur just slowly release. And as you splash water into your eye, um, all of you see this. You see him doing this, kind of like splashing as much water as he can into it. And you see like a glazed over orangey tint to, of an eye. And as he splashes it, you kind of blink, beep, and you, for the first time in many years, start to see silhouettes and, like, shadows of your friends around you. It's not enough, this water isn't enough to give you your sight fully back, but it is enough to heal the ailment that is on your eye that caused your blindness however your blindness you've been you've been blind partially blind in that eye for so long that the damage is already done and as you kind of like splash it's you best thing you could say like how, how i imagine is that so little irl story my great uncle is blind in both eyes and the only thing he can see is like shadows and his peripheral so he like kind of stands at a weird angle to people, so that way he can know where they are, um, and like it's kind of like that where you you can see things in your peripheral of your of your eye, but you can't really see out of it. So whether or not you right. want to put that put that eye patch back on or not is up to you. All right, so people <laughs> relower the eye patch after a few moments of just looking out of it, and just kind of like look his head up to the sky and just very angrily just say beep 
They beeped. Do you have glaucoma or something? <laughs> ask people that. He got, he got I mean, we can ask the if they lay with birds, but not if they got glaucoma. <laughs> you be careful. <laughs> Beep, I uh, don't know if it would help or not, but if you ever want to take your eye out, I could make you a prosthetic. Beep it would shakes. function. Beep just shakes his head. It just says beep, 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 beep. Can I keep, I mean, can I keep the eye? Beep, beep, beep. It would function as normal. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> like, nah, don't fucking touch my eye, bro. <laughs> so, you guys are kind of chilling out around around this, and um, Alan, you see it, you see him walk up to like kind of like right next to Ori, like uh, upstream of Ori, as he's kind of taking a cue from Thaddeus's book. And he, like, sticks both feet down into it, and immediately he steps back out. And, um, he's like, well, that's unfortunate. And he just kind of, like, sits down. Like, I thought I would really get rid of that. Hmm. He just Problems, Alan? Oh, well, uh... I, I witnessed Beep there splash water into his eye and figured in a kind of, I don't know, maybe it worked, maybe it didn't, I've, but I was hoping that maybe this water would have enough proper, healing properties in it to get rid of my curse. I'm tired whole of... whole werewolf thing? Yeah. I'm tired of having it. I hurt people. I don't, I don't like hurting people on full moons and Granted, it does. Hi, doggo. Uh, granted, it does uh, help me in battle, but I'm I'm about done with battling, if you ask me. We just need to get you double eye patches so you can't see the full moon. Uh, don't don't look at the moon. Works. I don't know. Unfortunately, that's not quite how that works. But either way, hold on, Jackson. I swear to God, dog. He's like, yeah. quit your sniffing. That's you don't need him over there. Come here, bro. Hey. Oh, don't you look at me like that. He has these wild eyes right now. <laughs> well, I'm going to fill up those vials again, and or, or not vials, but jars, and then um, say, okay, we need to figure out. A way to get out of here and maybe to get the little ones dragon back yeah we should probably figure out a way out and getting the kids out did you getting the kids you... out really that's an interesting choice as you hear a voice emanating from the top of the tree i'm immediately going to look up there and have my spirit the ready because do I recognize the voice? Still underground. Tree just talk. Disembodied voice. That's a bit awkward. Elka, make a history check. History check. Fifteen. The voice. You don't know who this is, but the voice. You've heard this voice before. From somewhere. Maybe it was when you were a kid. Maybe it was. From during your travels, all you know is that this voice does seem a little recognizable. Okay, I'm gonna look up. 
hopefully recognize the person. You don't see anything at the top of the tree. All of a sudden, you... Uh, I'm going to say Aiko. You feel an elbow land on the top of your head. Well, hello. Let's see, we're having a nice little party around this tree. You know, this tree has a lot of properties in it. And he's just... in. Because how do you react? Uh, I don't even know how to react with that elbow leaning on my head from a tree. Okay, so are you just kind of going to be sitting still? Yeah, I'm just going to stun and not move. Okay, right. you have an owl on your head. Don't know if you knew that, noticed. You then, Echo, you feel the elbow lift off your head. And you immediately feel a sharp, intense pain on your right shoulder. Um, you take four points of piercing damage. As you turn around, you see a dagger plunged into the top of your shoulder. And uh, all of you see this shadowy figure jump, uh, jump away from Aiko and land at the base of the tree and say, well, are you here for a good time, or are you here to foil my plan? And We're here for a short time, and I'm about to beat your ass. Everyone, um, everyone roll What initiative. type of good time we talking? Fuck. <laughs> roll what? Roll initiative. Where's initiative again? Oh, I should uh, probably add turns. Yeah, you probably should add turns. I'm just going to do it. Glad I got that one out of the way now and not You're, later. Uh, oh, hey, mine was really low again. Woo! I need to start rolling that on my actual <laughs> dice. Fuck. <laughs> Where's initiative at? I can't find it. At the top near your AC. Oh, there it yeah. is. Yeah. Seven points. Dead last again. So much for uh, behind me doing something before. Did I really not add this? Oh, fuck me. Did you somehow roll worse than me? Uh, you did. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I rolled a one on mine. Am I the. Well, what? Okay. What was the question? You rolled badly. Oh, I rolled a 15. No. Mm, where is it? Uh, does not have a lot of uh oh yeah i think i caught flat-footed yeah. which sucks because i had something that i was gonna do right before he said roll initiative <laughs> well i only have the stat block but we're gonna use a we're gonna use a doppelganger uh token because i apparently didn't add in the token well, who's fault is that? Yeah, you know, I... DM slacking. Bro, yeah, I am. I've been playing a lot of Tarkov. All right, so, uh... <laughs> sorry, who are we fighting? So, this guy. Looks okay. like a humanoid version of Chaos from Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> so, as... So, uh, okay, I need you know to... What? Uh, I need to add turns real quick. I actually have inspiration from way, way back when. 
and you can absolutely I'm going to use it. <laughs> I'm going to use it on this in, on this initiative roll. Okay. But I'll wait until you have the turn tracker up so I can actually just take it. <laughs> Are we missing anybody on the board yet, or where's Zane? There he is. I'm further back. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, we're good. And then I need to add a turn for baby boy there. Um, where is there? Is the there it is. Did it not add turns whenever I hit add turn? That's annoying. You have to have it open. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, there, there it goes. Okay. Oh, yeah. So much better. <laughs> nice. I'm in there twice. Totally worth it. Guys, guys, I got two rolls this time. <laughs> how, do you get, uh, how do you get rid of a turn one? Uh, if you mouse over the icon, I think it is, you can click and delete it. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Uh, all right. Not going to so, let me have sorry, my second action. Uh, I can re So yours is six. Uh, what is Elka's? Five. Okay. What is Echo's? 18. What is Alara's? Seven. I got a roll for Alan. I got a five on mine. That's a three for Alan, so that's a plus five. That's plus two, so that's a five. Um, Thaddeus is a fifteen. And what'd you say, present Five. Five. And then for for the sake of it, it's a doppelganger token, but. Uh, <laughs> That's a, that's a whopping six on the enemies, and uh, so, wow. <laughs> um, wow. Okay, so I'm gonna say Alan is a thousand percent slower than Zane, and I'm gonna also uh, say Elka is a thousand percent slower than or a thousand percent faster than Zane. Well, that's a Dex thing, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. isn't it? What, what's everybody's Dex at? Sixteen. Okay. 18. Yeah, I figured. Alan, Alan's is 14, so it's, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. proper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, there's and that. If the, uh, and if the entity is above a 14, then you would go before me. Of course, Ori gets to go first, so he's going to end it right here in one tap, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. So, this... So you take, uh, did you mark down the four points of piercing? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, so he's going to look at you and well, so hostile. I haven't even introduced myself. I suppose battle works. And he's going to immediately, uh, you're going to see, he, he, this is a reactionary round. He's immediately going to uh, cast... Um, why am I blinking on the name? Um, it's the speed one. I can't think of it. Haste? Haste, thank you. Haste. He's going to cast haste on himself. So he gets advantage on his next... Uh, that's all right. Advantage on next attack roll and double double the speed. Can I yell at him? Can I, can I intimidate him? You want to try? Go away. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, so that's, that's his reaction. So, uh, Ori, it is your turn. What do you want to do? 
He's just kind of standing there. A very shadowy figure. You don't, you can't tell what he actually looks like right now. Or he will, like, squint. Okay. Uh, I guess you'll see he's, like, a possibly a strong uh, enemy, so he'll be excited to fight, so he's gonna five, ten. He's gonna stand right here and can I hit him from here? Yeah. There's like that diagonal thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <clears throat> that's your reach. Yep. Alright. And he'll When he saw him draw uh, come down he drew his uh, weapons. Okay. So he and he'll swing his glaive with one hand. Alright, roll, oh. roll roll that strength. Yep. That's fourteen, right? Fourteen. Fourteen? Uh yeah, fourteen is the uh AC. Or not AC, okay. but D DC. Yeah. Uh rolled a fifteen. Oh, that's twenty. So, yeah. Easy enough. Roll tech. Is a nineteen. Nineteen does hit. I rolled a nineteen, so that's a crit. Motherfucker. Yep, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you can <laughs> get revenge in the game. We're you're, you can get revenge in my game. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Five. Oh wait, no, forty-two, forty-six. Forty-six points of damage. Mm -hmm. As you swing your glaive through or at this at this being, uh, it seems to have seems to pass through it. Uh, how? What? What was the lightning damage? I rolled a six for that, so that'd be tw uh, twelve. As you swing through. You hear him saying, <laughs> you think that'll work on me? And your glaive passes straight through and slams into the floor. Does it appear I did nothing? Other than the the crackling lightning that courses through the shadowy figure that, he, that is him. But as far as you know, it did, did not make purchase, even with a... Uh, It, it, your glaive did not. Your glaive just went straight through him and slammed into the ground. Okay, but the lightning did something. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll just have to hit you more. <laughs> I'll action surge and do another swing. Okay, go ahead and roll. Are you swinging with your glaive, or are you gonna swing with another? Oops. Uh, another glaive. Okay. I'll roll strength. 
uh, 21. Okay. For a strength check. And I rolled a, another 19 for the attack. You're fucking kidding me. Alright. Do you, So do you just want me to roll the d6? Um, yeah. You okay. get the sense that physical damage does not work on him. Alright, that's another 6. So that's 12 damage plus... You want me to add the plus 5? Or... Yeah, sure. Alright, so that's... Um... I got it. 17. Yeah. Yeah. So, you see this lightning crackling through its shadowy visage, and immediately you hear from from where it's standing, Well, <laughs> you just don't know when to give up. And it's going, uh, going to stand there. Um, is... The glaive isn't versatile, right? I mean, I could, could I hold it with two hands and use a bonus action? Um. Hmm. There shouldn't be any unless there's something with the weapon itself. Yeah, you would have to use your bonus action, I think, to switch to a two-handed stance. Okay, can I... Since my axe probably won't do anything, I'll put my... Can I put my axe away, then two-hand my glaive as a bonus action? Okay, I'll do that, and I'll be my turn. Okay. So, uh, it is now Beep's turn. Alright. <clears throat> so, I'll have Beep move up to here. And then he will take out his dagger and very gently cut at the tip of his finger. And he will cast Bane. Ooh. Okay. Can you give me the spell description for Bane just to refresh my memory? I know what it does. I just want to make sure I have everything. Right here. Let's make a Christmas save throws. What's the DC on that? Good question. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> your spell casting. Oh, it's my spell casting? Yeah. 15. Spell save DC. 15? Yeah. Okay, roll the 16. So. Alright. Alright, so Bane does nothing, right? If, if he succeed? Yeah. If you succeed, does nothing. So good. Gotcha. Alright. So, do you want to do anything else? Can I still do the Bardic Inspiration? Yeah. Uh, can I do it to uh, Echo? Yeah, bonus, ac bonus action Inspire Echo. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Echo, you get a... It's a D6, right? Yeah, D6 at my current level. So you get a D6 on any check or attack roll one time. Added you here. have to use it before you know the result, yeah, by the way. you got to choose to use it before you know the result. But you can add that to your roll. Um, but is that your turn then, Peep? Yeah. Okay, Echo, your turn. I guess I'll do that. How do I do that? Well, you have to make it. Well, what do you want to do? You. you... Uh, I'll just use my longbow and try to shoot an arrow at him. 
Okay, so how inspiration works is that you can hold on to it. It only it only lasts ten minutes, I think. Ten, yeah. ten minutes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, inspiration only lasts ten minutes, so technically it would be with you ten guys. Turns. Yeah, roughly ten turns. So. A hundred. Oh, right. Hundred. Sorry. A hundred in total, 100, but ten yeah. ten per person. Yeah. No, a hundred per person. Really? Yeah. Well, it's six minutes. Six Combat seconds. Quick here. Uh, either way, okay. Um, so how? It, yeah. So how it works is that if you so for your attack, you have to. Uh, if you want to use your inspiration die, you can roll it before you roll your d twenty. That's how I'm gonna handle it. So if you want to roll your d6 and then add your d20, you can do that, or you could hold on to the d6 for another for a more advantageous use. All right. So I roll the d6, then my attack. Yeah. Okay. So there's the uh, d6. other way around. You roll your you roll, roll your, your attack, attack and, and add it. D6. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it doesn't really it matter. matter either way. All right. Yeah. So 20, uh, 22 hits. Roll for damage. How do I roll for damage again? Uh, if you click where it says longbow in the chat. Oh, okay. Uh, window. Uh, in the mm. chat. Um, not on your character sheet. Like in the physical. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. There it is. Seven points of piercing. You make purchase. You shoot it right at his head, and you watch the arrow shoot through the shadows and just go. Shoo! hits the ground and like scatters off the ground behind him. Well, this shit ain't working. Or I can't do that. I can't do that. What the hell? Alright. That ends my turn. Okay. Uh, so that is uh, now it's Thaddeus' turn. Um... Recognizing that, do I, am I able to recognize that these physical attacks aren't working? They're plain to see. Um, I'm going to take one of my vials or jars of the water that I filled it up with. Okay. And just splash it in his direction. Okay. I'm going to say roll a dex check for me. You don't have to roll an attack, but roll a dex check. Fourteen. So, as you toss this water at him, um, it makes purchase with the shadow and immediately gets absorbed by the shadow and you just hear him say ah that was refreshing I appreciate you I really was getting thirsty does he heal from that can't tell <laughs> Shit. can I can I insight that and see if he's actually like bullshitting yeah Roll an insight check. Um, I have a question. Do sure. I so like I kind like I know 
vaguely who he is, right? Like, I, I recognize his voice. You recognize the voice. You can't really pin who he is or where you've heard his voice before. Okay, so I wouldn't have any, like, information about how to, like, get rid of him. No. And uh, with a seven, as far as you can tell, he's not bluffing. <laughs> is that your um, turn? Yeah, I'm gonna... Well, yeah, I, I mean, I did the insight check, so I guess that's my turn. Okay, it is uh, now Alara's turn. I think I'm gonna stick out this... Mm. I think I'll move up, but... I'll, I'll do to move. You can hit him with an attack. You have magic works against him. It seems. I think you should. Yeah, I kind of want to hit him with the primal savage. Oops. A primal what now? Primal savage. Well, physical attack. What's that? Thing? <laughs> I hate how. If I click just off of that little Let's information bubble. Mm -hmm. Oh, can you move that? Oh, I know. Roll 20 can oh, be finicky you have to sometimes. Be five feet, but I don't know if I have enough to. Yeah, yeah. You're like five feet away from you. Just move me. Just move me up there next to beep. Next to beep? Okay. You cast spell. Hmm. Hey, you got spells. Yeah, but if I do that, then... Hey, what's the other one? Your wave. So then all of us... Wasn't... Oh, yeah. What's... Earth trim. Uh, around you? Oh, okay. Huh? Can't remember. Can goblins bonus action dash? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm gonna just chill next to B. Not gonna do anything? M, baby. Okay. Alright, so uh, that is, I guess it's your turn. Uh, Vaten, it is now your turn. Alrighty. Um... Let's see. Considering I saw the two physical attacks basically pass right through the guy, um, that is going to change my plan. And I'm going to instead um, go ahead and stay nice and far away from him, but I'm going to go ahead and cast Moonbeam. Ooh, I was waiting for this one. Is that a uh, constitution um, saving? It is a constitution saving throw. A shape changer makes its saving throw with disadvantage. Well, it's technically not a shape shifter. Okay, then it's just a con save. Okay. Oh, shit. That is a... Fail. We rolled 12. Hey, yo. He takes the full uh, 16 points of radiant damage. Which immediately 
you guys see explain how moonbeam works for everybody you see this bright light just um, erupt into the air yeah go ahead and just uh point that out a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five foot radius 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range until the spell ends the dim light fills the cylinder when a creature enters the spell's area or uh, starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. Um, so I guess you see um, Vaten kind of take his uh, uh, spear, um, take the flame that he kind of normally conjures in his one hand, um, slaps it against the um, head of the spear, and uses it to um, kind of fling up almost straight up uh, being careful to avoid the tree um, but you see this little like bolt of fire kind of soar up and then stick kind of in the air and you see the moonbeam come down from that yeah and a- as it as it strikes this creature this being immediately a the shadows that are on uh, its form start to like shake and waver and get blown away by this radiant beam and sitting in front of you is a man-sized person um long a man-sized man uh, (laughs) looking like a man well like a like human-sized um yeah 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 yeah. he looking like a man it's just some guy long pointy floppy ears that fold down onto his shoulders and his and he has large um what look to be butterfly wings coming out of his back and but these wings are pure black and uh they uh he has like this short reddish hair but his eyes look pitch black and his teeth are jagged not pointy but jagged where it seems like they've been chipped and he has like this weird five o'clock shadow going on and he immediately just looks he's like well that was rude and he looks right at you alka looks like you have to die little one because you're the only one who knows who i am and uh i recognize him now Elka, standing in front of you is uh, a very prominent figure uh, in your life. Uh, someone who you would see in passing as a child living living in Arun. And this is the what seems to be the former husk of the long, uh, seemed to be forgotten former prince of Arun. Uh, Lonnie, and this is Prince Lonnie. Prince, he he very clearly looks like him, and but it's he's skinny. He's not as voluptuous and as as like rosy cheeked as he was when you were a kid. And all you know is that Prince Lonnie disappeared, probably three four years before you left on your journey. Um, but this is. You recognize him as that. I'm just gonna shout at him and be like, "I ran away. I don't have. I don't talk to anyone. I won't tell anyone. I know. Like, 
who where you are. Just leave me alone. Okay. And he's uh Um Considering it is still my turn, I'm going to whoops. I'm gonna go ahead and take a step back to kind of shield Elka as best I can. Okay. So he kind of smiles haphazardly at you and you do now that you see his face you can tell that something happened you don't know what happened but normally fairies whenever they turn into their human size uh they tend to be jolly and be happy that they can walk among humans but he looks more like a like a corpse than a actual person he's skinny his his waistline is all bony like you can see like he has his muscles are atrophying around his legs he 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 doesn't look very healthy but he's just gonna sit there with kind of a hack half cock smile and look at you um but vaten do you have anything else you want to do on your turn uh nope i don't think so i don't think i have any real bonus actions i want to do at the moment Okay, so it is now his turn, and he's going to kind of hack-cocked look at, look at Elka. See that Vaten is now protecting. Well, looks like I go through the lizard first, and he's going to point at you. Um, he's going he's gonna to point at you, uh, Vaten, and mm-hmm. uh, he's going to cast a Scorching Ray. Cutting words. At you. What is that? It's my reverse bardic inspiration. So... Oh, you don't have to use you, it right away, though. You can choose it after the creature makes its roll, but before the DM determines whether it succeeds or Yeah, fails. well, I'll use it. Okay. So... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I have... T- what? So I, uh, I... Would I roll with disadvantage, or, or what is that? When a creature that you can see within 60 feet of you makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a damage roll, you can use your reaction to expend one of your uses of bardic inspiration, rolling a bardic inspiration die, and subtracting the number rolled from the creature's roll. Gotcha. Okay, so it's after... Yeah, so it's a d6 right now. It's after the damage is rolled. I'm going to need... Pull up the details of Scorching Ray. It's, uh... Number of attacks. I believe it's two if you're casting it at second it's, level. Uh, it's three rays. Three. Um, yep. So, is this a. So, yeah, it's just an attack. All right. So, for the first one. Yep. That is a. 14 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. Second one. Is a. 19 to hit. That'll do it. And Ooh, that's a natural seven, so that's not gonna hit. So Yeah, no. It's two D six fire damage. Minus So that's uh eight points. Uh wait, so if if Beep is using cutting words, um it would go for one on the one that it would hit. Mm-hmm. Um and it would um Basically, he would roll the d6 and he would subtract, kind of like Bane. Yeah, so, where so you, you would he, roll, if it's a 2d6 roll, you roll 2d6 and then I would roll a d6. Okay, so roll mm-hmm. your d6. No, no, 
it, it's just um, a straight up like if it it'll affect it whether it hits or not, not how much damage it does. Oh, so roll. Yeah. So I yeah. would, so roll the so, six. Yeah. So you yeah. rolled a nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen minus what? Four. Does a fifteen hit? Oh, 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 it does still. All right. Damn. So you take so one scorching ray blasts into your chest. Um, yep. And you take eight points of fire damage. There goes my temp HP. And down to that. It's gonna use. And He's going to then... I still keep Moonbeam up. Okay. Uh, he's... Uh, can he move with Moonbeam on him? Yeah. Yes, he can move. Yeah. Yep. So he's going to spread his wings all the way out and take up uh, into the air and fly his full 40 feet. Uh, I would... What? I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you decide. I'm going to let you make the ruling, but I believe he would take another... Um, Constitution saving throw for Moonbeam for the start of his turn. Oh, okay. Um, that's, that's a uh, that's twenty-one. Okay, so yeah, he passes. So he, um, he... so half damage. Okay, so go and roll for that. Four. Okay. Oh yeah. So he takes <laughs> two of that. Cool. Uh, two, okay, gotcha. So he's going to take off into the air, and he's going to immediately fly uh, above everybody and fly the full 40 feet in a diagonal. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and he's going to land. Uh, he's going to he's gonna use... So he's going to be right here, and he's going to use the rest of his movement to land and land right at the base of this. And be staring right at you, Vaten. Uh, how high do you fly above us? Uh, within enough. Uh, so probably. Well, what's flying? I don't know how that would work with movement speed. Is it you fly up and then go? So if that's the case. If he, yeah, if, if he has a flying speed, um, like taking off and flying like five feet up would be his first five feet of movement basically so okay so the higher he goes the less he can move so that's vertically or the higher he goes the less he can move horizontally yeah so i'm gonna say so he where was he at like right here or no right here yeah. something like that yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah. i'm gonna say he flew up 20 feet um to an attempt because he did see how how far your glaive reached um, he has haste casted on him, so he has double movement. Mm -hmm. And yep. so that's eighty feet. So I, it wouldn't matter. He's gonna he's he's gonna land and land right in front of you, Vatan. Yep, bring it. And he's gonna he's just gonna sit there and kind of like still half cock smile, looking through you, looking at Elka. Uh, he probably has a second action, I believe. Um, with haste on. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you cut out all there. Uh, you don't have to tell with... him that. <laughs> I, I gotta do it. It's An a, extra action with haste. Yes, I am aware. Yep. So, okay. does anybody get an attack of opportunity when he did that? No, he flew way. He flew out of your reach. That was the he point of me asking that. 
Um, as soon as he, as soon as he does leave their, or at least Ori's reach, um, Ori would get the attack of opportunity. <clears throat> would he? Oh, uh, oh, actually, yeah, yeah he did he, leave my even attack. if he's flying off. So yeah, as long so as he, any, any movement, yeah, any voluntary movement. So yeah, you get the yeah. attack of opportunity. Then I, even with haste. Even with haste, yeah. Okay, so yeah, go and roll your attack of opportunity. Assuming that's how Ori wants to spend his reaction. I don't really have any other reactions I could do. And there you go. <laughs> uh, that is a... Was it plus nine to hit? Okay. 23. 23 definitely hits. Okay, and I'll roll the d6. That is a, do I add my modifier to, to attack ops? Mm, yep. Yes. It, it's it's a yeah regular attack. Okay, then that is thirteen. Thirteen points of damage. Cool. As mm -hmm. you, uh, that is. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. That's not correct. I don't know why I doubled that. Um, that is eight damage. Eight damage. Well, that is halved. He take. Uh, you see, you cut it cut into him, and he it like. It definitely cuts into him. It definitely cuts him. But you immediately see his body kind of, like, morph around the blade, like, try to. And then you... doesn't seem like you made as much uh, purchase as you should have. Um, but yeah, okay, so... I actually rolled a 9. Or, I didn't roll a 9, but that's 9 damage. I rolled a 4 plus 5, and that's 9. I am... So we'll say he took... Silly. We'll say he took 5 points of damage. Okay. Um... So he lands there right in front of you, Vaten, and he's going to, yep. um, he's going to immediately, uh, look, smile, and stare right at you and cast fear. Eddie, what do I have to do? And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Beautiful. I'm also going to need Elka to make a wisdom Less saving throw. Beautiful. Because it's a thirty foot uh, spear, or thirty foot cone. So, would this hit Zane as well? I believe I'm too far. So it would be at a diagonal. You, you said cone. It would be as so, it, it would be a diagonal. So no, you would be out of it. I think you. Yeah, you would be out of it. Okay. So, 12 for Vaten, and then what was the uh, wisdom save for... Uh, and... Yeah, both of you are now fe are, are now uh, afraid of this person. I mean, I already was, what? but... <laughs> I guess extra um, afraid. So, w how this works is that while frightened by the spell, the cr uh, a creature must take the dash action and move away, uh, move away from you to the safest available route. Uh, on each of its turns unless there's nowhere to move. If the creature ends it, its turn in a location where it doesn't have line of sight of you, the creature can make a wisdom saving throw. Unsuccessful save the spell ends for that creature. So on your next turn, you guys have to are forced to move away from me. That's the, okay. So that's the fear spell as opposed to the afraid condition or fear condition. Yes. 
So this huh. is this okay. is the fear spell. You you see him look dead, look oh, look both of you dead dead in your eyes, and you see his eyes light up with this weird like crimson glow, and you just see like what you see is a warping uh, a warping visage of him, where his teeth start to grow, his wings start to get really really big, his body starts growing, and he just starts like domineering over you, try, like reaching his hands down towards you. Um. But that being said, it is Elka's turn now. Uh, you are required to make the dash action and run away right now, which you are out of his attack of opportunity range. Is it, do I just have to run away, or can I pick a direction? The, if, the, if it, the safest, the safest walk. route, the safest route away from him is right. how. I'm gonna probably go this way, so. So it would be dash, so 60 feet. 30, 40, hang on. 50, 60, I'll come back here. There you go. So you're now running towards the tunnel. Um, that being said, that is your turn. Um, Zane, you just watch Elka just turn around and haul ass away from him. What do you want to do? You're you're down the uh, creek from him. You see, you now see him right now. I can do it. Oh yeah, I can get up there, and I'm gonna fucking punch him. <laughs> Thunder gauntlets. Yep. All right. I can't it. lightning launcher. I'm not in the right form. All right. Is there any chance he slipped in any of Ori's grease when he landed? No. <laughs> I'm just curious. All right. One sec. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen just hits. Cool. Like, it's just <laughs> uh, twelve thunder damage. <laughs> so Vaten, you are you immediately are kind of like, like you're you're like stuck in place. You you hear? I I actually drop my spear, um, because I am holding it, and it says you drop whatever you are holding. So oh yeah yeah. So you see you like shakingly drop your spear you uh elka both of your rapiers are on the ground behind you no uh, right be behind vaten uh but you're just kind of like vaten you're just kind of sitting there like eyes wide like trying to back away slowly and you just watch zane <laughs> run up and just go boom <laughs> slam his fist into the side of him uh and 12 points of damage good uh immediately he looks at you and he's just like <sighs> well, you can die as well. <laughs> Rocket uh, concentration check for the spear, spear spell. Yup. Natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it would break so I could actually use my action, but... <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> Alright. Yep. So... It is now Alan's turn rounding out the bottom. He's immediately going to, uh, he's going to go full werewolf. He's going to go a hybrid transformation. You're going to see him like, go, you're going to see the whole thing that you've seen before him get taller. His, his claws get longer. His snout start to raise out and he's going to, um, cast, let me, or not cast, but he's going to, 
throw his blood maledict onto the creature. Uh, you gain the ability to channel or sometimes sacrifice part of your vital essence to curse and manipulate creatures. Uh, he might grab the each time you use your blood magic feature, you choose which curse to invoke. So he's going to invoke uh, the curse of holding. So I'm going to need to make a dex check or a dex saving throw. That's a natural two, so he fails. Um, Zane, uh, Vaten, you see, uh, you see Alan go into his werewolf form, but then you also see this shooting blood, like blood seep out almost as if it's coming out of the pool of the stream of water next to you it's gonna come shooting out of the ground and latch on to him and hold him down and it's gonna be like a blood web that just shoots down and holds him in place Ooh. um and he is now he's gonna need to make a concentration check uh not unless it didn't do or not unless it did damage uh, if you're being if you're being held down, you need to make a concentration check. If you're being grappled, okay. So uh, I will not complain about that. <laughs> he wrote he rolled a three, so uh, fear is now broken. Holy and you're gonna you're gonna see Alan full wolf form. Granted, I don't have his, I don't have a wolf uh, thing for him, but he's gonna run up and immediately just like be flanking this already grappled person. So, that is Alan's turn. It is now back at the top of the order. Ori. What would you like to do? Uh. <clears throat> We're just going to move down here. Go right here, and he's gonna <clears throat> tag with his glaive. Okay, and you get advantage because he is uh, flanked. Actually, and grappled. Can I... <laughs> and grappled. Can I make a check to see any weakness, like weak points on him? I'm gonna say sure. Make That's a bonus action. Sure. I'm gonna say make a. Let's say medicine check. Do I get advantage because he's grappled? No. <laughs> you are not a doctor. What's my medicine? What's that scale <laughs> off of? It's one. Intelligence, I think. Uh, wisdom? It might be, it's, uh, it's either intelligence or wisdom. Yeah. Uh, wisdom. Uh, 19. 19. You're looking at him. As you... I mean, just looking at him with a 19, you can tell that this guy's frail. He's skinny. He's, his bones are kind of pop. His ribs are popping out of his rib cage. Not like fully popping out, bone showing, but like he's... Like he looks like starved. Yeah, he looks starved. His waistline is really skinny. It looks very malnourished. His wings almost look as if they want to fall off. Um, but 
even with a 19, you can't really tell if he has like a crazy, um, any crazy weaknesses. Uh, you just see that he's doesn't look very healthy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You good, Todd? Yeah, that was pretty funny, Zach. You're what? hilarious. What did I just miss? <laughs> What's funny? You missed what's in the back. I can't say it. He's streaming. Oh. I'm just going to smile and nod. <laughs> we'll talk right, about I'll, it here in 30 minutes or so. I'll hit him with my glaive. I'm two handing it. So I'll just okay. roll. Uh, what is it? Rolling 18, 27. Uh, he definitely hits. Uh, did you roll with advantage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely hits. <clears throat> well, I'll roll just a d6 again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no, it's a, no, roll for a full attack. Okay, okay. Because he's no longer in his shadow form. And you do not. Oh, Okay. Do I know that, or? Yeah, yeah, you can very clearly. I mean, you, you attack of opportunity. You already swiped at him, and you, you could tell it was different. Oh well, if he wasn't in his shadow form, I only rolled a d6 that time. No, no, no. He was in his shadow form until the moonbeam hit him. Uh, so wait. That, so that was after your. That was after your. Uh, oh, you You're only talking about the attack of opportunity. For, oh, attack of opportunity. Oh well, then fuck. Then roll. I, I'm gonna say to make up for it. Roll. Uh, just roll the advantage some... here, or not roll the advantage, but roll like it's a crit. Okay. Oh fuck! Oh oh golly! That's two tens. Mm -hmm. Seventy-two damage. <laughs> um. Holy fuck. Okay, so I'm gonna Holy say shit. it's for, for for the what's the physical and what's the uh, lightning. Physical was uh. Oh fuck! I put my dice. What the fuck did I roll for my? D I rolled two tens for my dice. So that's twenty. So twenty twenty. So. Boy, hold on. I can't remember what the last one was. Uh, I gotta do reverse math. Seventy-two. Reverse math? You mean subtraction? <laughs> yeah. My brain is fried today. I've been working all day. <laughs> Listen, we all have days like that. Commit <laughs> reverse math. Oh my god! What the fuck was it? I'm gonna use okay, that I next a time I'm on a like cardiac arrest. I'm gonna. Jesus my Lord. reverse math isn't working. Jesus. Jesus Christ. I think it was a six. So it'd be 26 physical. So that would be 40. No, that'd be what, 52. 50. So he only takes, he takes half, half physical. That's why I'm asking. Okay. So 26 physical. And then what's the lightning on top of that? 12. 12. So, okay. So he takes, 
Okay, got it. All right, cool. Yeah, you you slam you slam into that boy. Um, do you want to do anything else? Uh, can I bonus action with my axe? Uh, you're currently two-handing your glaive. Or I'm sorry, I did. I I meant my glaive. Yeah. Okay, and I don't. Do I add my, my modifier? On the bonus action, I don't think so. Okay. Alright, that's 25 physical. 25 physical? And, okay. And that's 5 lightning damage. Okay, I got it. Cool, nice. Yeah, you you really cut into this guy, and he's just, like, not making any noise when you cut into him. And in fact, when you cut into him, your glaive passes through him like you're cutting through jelly. But you do see blood come out of him. But his body is, Ooh, yeah, his, his his body is like re uh, reconnecting itself after the glaive goes through. Did I see anything inside of him before it reconnected? Um, I'm gonna say no, because okay. it was more of a uh, split second thing that happened. Um. Alrighty. Alright, that's my turn then. Okay, so that's your turn. Thank you, bingo. Yeah. I, I turned that off a few I minutes just, ago by accident. I, I just clicked I just clicked onto that tab and I was like, uh Gotcha. Okay. What's uh, going on there? So uh, that's your turn. Beep is now your turn. All right. So in general, how's he looking right now? I can't really tell. He's he's bound. He's bound. He's uh, he's taken a good amount of damage from what you understand, but he doesn't look like he's bloodied or he doesn't look like he's struggling. I mean, he's struggling, but he's not. Doesn't look too hurt to you. All right, so I'll move up. I'll move down to where near or where Ori is, and I will. Let me see here. Oh, I <clears throat> I didn't roll with advantage for my other attack. Oh, oh. well, no. Hold on. The second attack wouldn't have. Oh well, no, because it, the, the only reason. Oh wait, that's right. That's right because he's bound. My bad. My bad. Let me just see what I get. Uh, Fourteen. Uh, oh wait, wait. What was my other roll? It was a uh, twenty. I mean, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It, well, you've done. The, I don't know. You've done the same damage, anyways. Yeah. Okay. So, beep. Back to you. What do you want to do? I will use dissonant whispers. And okay. I will do that at, I'll cast it at level two. Okay. And that is a um, DC 15 wisdom save. 
Uh, that is a... 22. Alright, so it takes half damage of 17. Half damage of 17? Gotcha. Okay. He, uh... Everybody who's surrounding him, you hear this mumbling chanting coming from, uh, from Beep, and you see his ears start to bleed a little bit as uh, as this is happening. Um, and immediately... Beep's ears? Beep, or... yeah, beep's ears? No, 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 no. The, the, the guy. Oh, okay. Um, and you, you immediately start to see him, like, try to shake out of this to, like, hold his ears. Um, but he cannot. Beep, do you want to do anything else? Uh... No. Also, would would, it, would uh, non-physical attacks crit on a bound person, or no? No. Okay. In fact, it would be, if, it would, if you're attacking at, at range, it would be a disadvantage on a bound person. But okay. because, it's a, because it's a spell and a DC, it doesn't matter. Alright. Um, alright. So, uh, if that's your turn, Aiko, it is your turn. Alrighty, um... <laughs> Let's see, can I... Can I... Do I have enough movement to move up near, uh... Let's see... But, yeah, I'm gonna move up to Alan. Okay. And then I will try the longbow again. That close, uh, you're gonna have to roll a disadvantage because he's bound. That's fine. 5e rules suck. 16. 16 just hits. That's an awkward one. Yeah, so you, yeah, 15 hits, gonna roll for your damage. Or 16 hits. Roll damage. 10. So it's cut in half, but. You guys are just wailing on this poor guy, and you just watch. You just Get watch, him. You just watch Aiko walk up, bow in hand, just sends an arrow down straight into him. I mean, I would too if I wasn't scared. You, you just like ran to him and just shot him with like a gun or something. Well, you're not <laughs> scared anymore. You're, you're not scared anymore. Yeah. Point blank range with a bow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. So is that your turn, Aiko? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thaddeus, you're up. Uh, alright. I'm going to pull my rapier, lunge forward, and make an attack with my rapier. Okay. You'd roll with advantage here, because you are close range physically attacking him. Just to see if, you, see, see if you roll the, the, the crit, you know? Oh, okay. So roll again. Okay. Oh. Either way, you hit him. So roll, roll for damage. Uh, this is where. Thirteen, cut in half. Got it. Nice. So you you guys are just making this poor guy into a fucking like pincushion, basically. Poor guy. Fucking look at him. He looks like Crossing. fucking. <laughs> He's creepy. Voldemort-looking ass. And he's gone quiet, by the way. He hasn't made it's any. Like no he hasn't made any noise. 
I don't blame him. Looks Is like that guy from The Machinist. Is he already He's dead? dead now. We've re-killed him. <laughs> no, he is. St you can still see his lungs slowly. <sighs> you know. <laughs> Hit him again. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to do, Thaddeus? Uh, um, do I get a second attack or not? As a rogue, do you? Do you have extra attack right now? I don't. I don't think, think so. you do. You're level four. Rogue, rogues. Rogues don't hey. get extra attack at all. Hey, oh, okay. Todd. Yeah. Right. Yes. Do you have any more movement? Uh, yes. By five feet. Do you, yeah. Do you want to move? Uh, diagonal next to um. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zane. That's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. So you're kind of standing half foot in the water, half foot on the on dry land. Strangely enough, your your left foot your left foot in the water is uh, kind of giving you a weird healing benefit <laughs> as you <laughs> as you're standing there. Those are your Achilles. <laughs> Does it make me pee my pants? Like when you turn the heat seats heaters on? Higher low, Todd. <laughs> no way. Hi. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Um, alright, so is that your turn then? That's my turn. Alara, it's your turn. Uh, move, uh, her next to him. Okay. Where, uh, Thaddeus was. Okay. And Primal Savagery. Okay. Pulls out a block of cheese and stuffs it in his mouth. <laughs> Force feeding oh. him cheese. Um, okay. Yeah, he's lactose intolerant. <laughs> okay, what is, I forgot. Primal Savagery is attacking. It's a rolling attack. Okay. Yeah, you got it. 11 misses. Well, you, well, you roll with advantage. So roll one more time. Is there any modifiers with it? It would be your spellcasting modifier. What's your spellcasting modifier? It'd be plus seven. I mean, you have advantage, so roll again. So it's plus seven, so it'd be a 19. Yeah, it hits. So go ahead and roll for damage. All right, roll Thank for... Jeez. Full <laughs> 10. Yo, nice. Plus your spell attack modifier. Uh, plus your spell attack, that'd be a plus five. So 15 points of damage, which is, I believe, magical damage because it's primal savagery, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just. That's the damage. You just, you just watch Alara run up full, 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 like, primal look in her eye and just <laughs> ri start ripping into this man. <laughs> It's great. The only other time you've seen her with this look in her eye is when they brought out a new <laughs> cheese wheel. Yeah, she's she's ripping into him like like she ripped into the last cheese wheel she ate. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. The corn cave. <laughs> she hasn't had cheese in a while, so she's just angry. <laughs> it's like Ori not killing anyone. He hasn't killed anyone Alara. in a while. He's made of cheese. He's <laughs> attempting to kill somebody though, so he's got that going for him. Oh yeah. So uh is that I guess that's Alaris' turn then? 
Can Alara move? Uh, no, she has 25 feet movement. That's like her full movement right there. You only have 25 feet? Yeah, as a goblin? Yeah. No, she has 30, right? Oh. As a goblin? Pretty sure it's 25. I think it's 25. Let me just double check. Small. Yeah, mine, mine's only 25. Uh, she says it's 30. It's right there. She has oh, yeah, 30 feet. Sure enough. Yeah, so she could move another five feet. Yeah, just uh, move one spot to the left. Yeah. Okay. Down um, towards me in the river. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's her turn. Uh, Vaten, you're no longer under the fear spell. Cool. So I'm going to go Get ahead and just, with my hand, kind of reach out towards where I put that small moon in the sky and kind of pull it towards myself. Um, but I'm going to swing it around so I definitely don't come anywhere near... Um, I'm blanking on his name now, Alan. Um and I'm just going to drop the uh, moonbeam right on this dude again. Um, and I will, he doesn't take the damage now, but I will uh, look him dead in the eye, um, even with my spear on the ground, and just say, uh, you shall not harm our long ears. And that'll be my turn. And he, you say that now. Um, so he needs a constitution saving throw. Uh, 22? Oh yeah, that passes. Okay. So he takes half. So, so six points. Six. Yeah. Um, alright. Off of that. Cool. Immediately <clears throat> pulls him down. He's like, oh, this is annoying. And he's going to attempt to break the binding and that's based off of Alan's spell DC which is a 17 Ooh. <laughs> I rolled just a 17 to break that yeah. so you immediately see him just boom break the blood like the and the blood like splatters out onto you guys all around him and immediately he's going to kind of sit there and <laughs> oh you fools and he's going to point at his feet and cast fireball at his feet i'll absorb elements okay. um i need everybody who's surrounding him to make a dexterity saving throw with advantage or without advantage? Without advantage. Oh. Cool. Ouchies. Let me prepare my D6s. Nice. That is... 21 for me. Okay. 23. You guys are rolling great. Thaddeus is 23. Ori is 21. 
Five, six. Oh boy, that sounds like it hurt. I remember that spreads out. Was it? Did you say dexterity saving throw? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody within a twenty foot radius. Sorry. Did you hear that? I look? don't know why. Sorry, I'm not getting hurt as well. So. <laughs> uh, deck save. Long ears is safe. Fire doesn't bother me anyway. <laughs> Did you say that the, the hot never bothered you anyway? I said the fire never bothered me anyway. <laughs> Neither of them really works, honestly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, for those of you that did not roll a 17 or higher, um, you take 32 points of fire damage. Oh, damn Jesus it. Christ. You said 17 or higher? The, the spell save DC for him is 17. Thank so, God. <laughs> so, Alara and Vaten take 32 points of fire damage. And I assume that means both uh, of you are down for the count, but correct I, me if I'm wrong. I had literally 32 HP left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The healers know. I would like to point out that um, Alara is in the middle of the writ stream. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's I not mean, very she's deep, good, though. She's fully engulfed. Um, all, of, all of you that didn't roll, that all of you that rolled 17 or higher takes half. I'm absorbing elements, so I will take... A quarter. <laughs> no, because I already take half damage from fire. <laughs> I do oh, have geez. one. So you would take 16. What yeah, so 16. what do you want from me, Zachary? So everybody... Zach? What? You told me I had one foot in the river. Okay. Does that help? <laughs> no. Everyone Not yet. Just, everyone just fall into the river. Oh yeah, we have a yelling thing right here. I was here. gonna say, he, hey, Alara's he in the river. Maybe that would help. Alara's <laughs> just like face down in the river, so like, floating along it. He also takes thirty-two points of damage, by the way, as he casts the fireball <laughs> on himself. And as the fire clears, his body is gone. Bye. We did it. Uh -huh. Um. Five Help Va the friends. <laughs> oh, they're okay. Vaten is currently huh? knocked out. But I'm gonna like. I can't touch them. Y'all get them them some water. I can't touch this shit. So Zach, okay. how much damage do you want me to take? Uh, I would say a quarter of thirty-two. So. Eight. Well, so, well, so there's that. So like, I got half damage from four. making it, so but I have it again. Damage. So eight, but. An eighth of the damage, so four. <laughs> okay. I'm dunking sure. Alara in the water and just splashing her. So look at that. Alara has Alara has 34 HP. Oh, so, she's still alive. She's still barely oh, so alive. Alara's okay. still good. All right, so uh, I'm gonna. Give I was my, the only one that fell then. I'm gonna give my buddy here a cure wound. Drink the okay. cheese water, Alara. Drink the cheese water. <laughs> So I'll take that eight points and I'll. 
did we eat? Vanquish the foe. Beep. Uh, I wouldn't say he's dead. But he's definitely not here. Is like there it. any signs of him? I'd like, like all of you he... to make a wisdom saving throw. Me too. Uh, oh, every single one of you. Yep. Uh, no, like... I, 21. My first one's three. <laughs> I didn't mean to hit it twice. Three. Eight. Ten. It's a natural one. Aiko's like, where's my dragon? Um... <laughs> So, almost like it's like a voice ramming into your head. Um, you hear, oh, I'm not gone. You will see me again. Oh. And let's just say the little, little one with the floppy ears. I'll tell your brother you said hi. And then uh, all of you take uh, two points of psychic damage as it as he crashes into your mind. So, uh, Alara, I'm gonna say, <laughs> you just watch, you watch poor Alara just go, I'm tired. Boom. Fall over. <laughs> uh, she's now unconscious. I have one HP. Is she saying. in the water? Is it healing her at all? <laughs> she fell, I mean, yeah, sure. She fell forward into the water, but you also have to worry about her drowning now. Um, <laughs> I'm, I told you I'm next to her, splashing water on her, holding her up. So, okay. You're so counting me, her more. <laughs> for the sake of healing. And I'm a paramedic. Uh, anybody, um, this game, you are. Alara immediately wakes up and has 9 HP. <clears throat> and anybody who's who's standing in the water currently gains 9 HP. I'm going to go stand in the water. I ain't touching the water again. I'm not in the water. I'm gonna I'm gonna crawl my ass over there. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand. I'm just gonna crawl. <laughs> Can I stop Vatan from going in the water? <laughs> stop him. <laughs> Make a dex check. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ta I'm gonna tackle Ori. That is a great idea for a character, though. Just one that's a complete asshole to his whole party. <laughs> like, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, I spaced out. How much damage am I taking? Um, who? Two psychic that's damage. It? Yep. Oh. It was a D8 of psychic damage. I rolled a two. Okay. <laughs> just oh, enough to knock my friends. Too. Just just enough to knock, knock out Alara. Not oh, poor Alara. Um. So, battle has ended. You're going to see Alan kind of, like, fall out of his hybrid form and just slump down and be like, who the shit was that? Uh, this one does not know. I have no idea. They seem to know Elka, though. Name, but I remember he's a prince. So I guess I'll just be like, that's the prince. Prince Lonnie is his name. There you go. Like that that was that was Prince Lonnie, but he went missing six or seven years ago. I've known oh. some princes in my time, but never as ghoulish wait, as that. Wait, he then, didn't even look like that. And you see Alan put his hand up, eyes closed. Are you saying that that man was a fairy? Yes. I've heard Let's that not make this personal. No, no, no. I've heard that name before. 
I've been around a while, and you do hear about the two crown princes um, quite a lot. But I didn't realize that one fucking turned evil. I didn't know Balance. either. Educate us, please. News uh, to me. Great one of the forest. You don't need the nicknames. Uh, far as I know, there's Arun is a uh, country that is shrouded in mystery. The only way to the, the only way to get there is if you is if you're born there or is if you're invited by someone who was born there. And even then, you wouldn't be accepted unless you're accepted by the royal family. Um, then I wouldn't be invited. As far as I know, there's three there's three cr children in the royal family. You got the sister. Her name's Liliana. She's the princess. She'll be the next queen of the fairies, I suppose. Uh, and then you got Prince Leon. He disappeared 30 years ago. And he, is, he hasn't been seen before. He hasn't been seen since. And then you got... We're working for a Leon. Really? Well, that's a weird coincidence if you ask me, but... Um, I don't know, did he look like that guy? Well, not particularly when we saw him, but that doesn't mean he couldn't be. Yeah, fey folk are quite tricky, I'm sure. Uh, the young... Slightly better looking. I'm sure the uh, young Herringon over there would tell you just, just how tricky fairies are. And then he had Prince Lonnie, which I suppose is this asshole that just attacked us. So, uh, the only reason I've heard about it is because, uh, as I've told you before, I uh, did my fair share of traveling and teaching and... Uh, one of the things I did teach was the history of the world, so I just happened to know about the royal family of Arun, but I don't know. Are we in Arun? At this point, I don't even know. Gold trees? Water that fucking heals you? I don't know. We are in Arun. Are we? As far as I can tell. Hmm. That's a bit unsettling. I think Eustace might know. Who's this one does not like it here. I sorry, I was having a dream. Ah, dreams, aren't they a curious thing? Can we find my fucking dragon mug now? Alright, the little one. Cool. Uh yeah, I guess we can figure out how to get there. And uh as this is happening, you hear uh Zane, Alan and Beep, you hear a familiar voice. Echo through the chamber. If you want your little dragon, you have to come play with me. <laughs> oh, God, it's the other now. dragon. And that's where we're all in tonight's session. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yay. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not going to be here. <laughs> so, I'll be right back. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Uh, the Corgan, thanks for hanging out. As always, I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, I will be announcing on Twitter and in the various, I'm sure I'll have my friends announce in their various discords if we will be having a session next weekend. Uh, it is uh, Labor Day, so some people might be gone, but we'll let you guys know. Um, if you want to check out the podcast and everything, you guys know where to find that. 
And if you're new here, hit the follow button. So, anyways, thank you for watching. Uh, you guys have a wonderful night. And uh, I'm sorry about the battle map. I didn't intend for that to happen. Uh, I, mm. Oops. Um, one man show here trying to run everything. It happens. But have a good night. I'll catch you guys later. Maybe see you next Sunday. If not, it'll be the Sunday after that, just depending on what the crew decides on. Have a good day.